Welcome to our podcast, This Life, The Chronicles of Autism Mums. I'm Alison Saraf, and I'm joined each week by amazing women who happen to have children on the spectrum. We talk about navigating the ups and downs of parenting kids with autism and how that affected us and our lives as women, professionals and mothers. Strap in, grab some tissues, sometimes you'll cry from empathy and others from laughter. Join us on our journey of this life. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of This Life, The Chronicles of Autism Mums. I'm Alison Saraf and today I am joined by Susanna, Hummer and Hasna. Thank you for having Hi. us. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So today we are going to be talking about um, your biggest fears about going back to school because it's that back to school season as expats, you know, we all have these very long holidays. Um, I think for most people it's a minimum of six weeks. So there's a lot of winding down in that time. There's also a lot of anticipation for parents like us about the new school year, what that's going to bring for our kids. Um, and I think that very often, talking from my own personal perspective, my son is really not fussed about going back to school at all. It doesn't bother him either way. Um, but my anticipation and anxiety about the new school year has started before the old school year has even finished. Oh, yeah. So I'm building it up in my head. I'm already anxious about what teacher we have, yes. what accommodations. What, I'm, I'm already asking questions. What are they like? Have they had mm-hmm. 10 kids in the class before? You know, all of these things. So I'm already creating problems mm-hmm. before we've even got to that point. Sure. Um, so it doesn't really make for a very happy holiday, holiday for me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that you guys are all in the same, mm-hmm. the same situation. So, um, Susanna, starting with you, what gives you the biggest amount of anxiety for yourself personally about when you start thinking about the new school year and that kind of settling period what's the biggest problem that you have I think I just have like the fear and anxiety of like you never really know what happens even if you have things set in place even if he's in the same school like things change Mm -hmm. and ultimately it depends on the teacher and sometimes I'm not saying there's good and bad teachers but my point is but there there is there is (laughs) there is and there's ones that have experience and there's ones that don't have experience when it comes to how to deal with your child specifically Um, for some it comes naturally for others they really need to work on it and there's there are teachers who are willing to try, yes. uh, even if they don't know how to. And there are teachers who, I don't want to say don't give a... No, but they, you know, but but they just kind of like... I think like, it's something it's to too think about, difficult for, for sure. Them. Maybe they yep. don't understand it. Yep. They don't know how they And they're not willing, and, which is amazing. Like, exactly. For me, it's always I always find that very, very bizarre. I've heard that before in different schools, that there yeah. are some teachers that are just not willing to put themselves to a point and they're not even willing to admit the fact that they don't have that experience and can they learn yes it's like why are you a teacher so I think my (laughs) anxiety comes a little bit just like from the unknown kind of factor luckily and unluckily now we're at a phase where since he's a bit older we're going into year six so that uh, they've already started this year the system of having specialty teachers. Right. So he already has like a math teacher, a science teacher, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Assigned the um, so, and most likely most of these teachers are new-ish to town. And mm. we have that like turnover of teachers mm. here in, you know, since we're in a country that people come and go real mm. quickly. Mm. So far, I don't haven't heard about any teachers leaving. So they might be the same as this year. So that's a good thing. They would already know him and have the like relationship that they already do with him. But yeah, I think that's just like the angle of the unknown right. is what keeps me anxious. Yeah. And what about you, Hasna? 
I mean, are we just talking educationally or, I mean, there's a lot of anxiety in starting the new year because mm. of the unknown. Mm-hmm. I think we all share that, yeah. the unknown, mm-hmm. how's it going to be, who, who, which class. And it's not just school alone for me. It's also I go into my vacation thinking, oh, my God, <laughs> I have to think all summer, like you right. said, about what's going to happen. I want to be present. I want to enjoy it. I want to be in the moment. But. Everything is a question mark. And then besides the school situation, it's uh, how do we get them back to sleep yes. on time? Uh, how do we get routines. like the routine? Mm-hmm. I usually, I need two weeks before mm-hmm. the academic year mm-hmm. starts to mm-hmm. just get all my stuff together. And that's not even a hundred percent, you know. Uh, how do you get your teachers together? You know, how do you, you know, at home, you know, you've got your routines laid down, you know what, you know your children, so yeah. you know how long it takes them to get into a routine. Um, generally, it's the parents that are anxious about the school year, not the kids. Yeah. They're not really necessarily no, very no, keen don't care. about yeah. finishing their vacations, but they're not stressed about what's coming. Yeah, yeah we're more stressed than um, that for sure. But in terms of your anxiety, your stress level, because maybe you didn't finish the year quite the way you wanted to, yeah. or maybe you're worried about the curriculum changing and everything getting more intensive in the next years and how it's going to manage it. I really think for us parents, this anxiety never really goes away. It's an all year long process. So really it's more, it's heightened during the summer because it's like at least what we, we already were used to what we had, but now it's, do we have to start from scratch? And often we do do start from scratch. And and not always, is it going to be a good year or a bad year? Am I going to get the right teacher? Starting from scratch. Yes, that's really, that's how it feels. Yes. And I think that's where the exhausted, you exhausted before you've even started. Because you feel like you have to do that all over again. Right. So I know you were going to ask, how do you deal with the anxiety? Exactly. And like what I tend to do is, have meetings with like the heads of school, the teachers, whatsoever, at the end of the year and at the beginning of the following year. However, having said that, I do do that. Like, I mean, I just feel like I need to rehash everything over and over again and kind of like maybe go into detail about like what points I think we need to actively work on. And again, it's just like those little things with him being organized, this and mm. that, that he can't do on just his so own stressful and you. really needs someone to help him with. And honestly, I can't really help that much with that either because yeah. he's you're, at school. He's at school. You're not it there. It needs to be, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. someone that's actually there. Mm-hmm. You know, my hands, um, sorry. Yeah. My I hands just, just started to sweat just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Hasna's holding my hand. So that I don't know. I don't make anxiety notes. Yeah. She's, she's holding me so that I don't, I don't fiddle with the pen. How do you, how do you, just, how do you deal with that anxiety? You I'm know, just, just I, I think sweat. I'm just like, my palms are getting sweaty just thinking, oh, next year is coming. Thinking about it. Oh my God, that is actually really sad. It's really sad yeah. that we have to go through this. Yeah, it's just, yeah. you know, now that you mentioned, you just never switch off. You're just like, um, um, like. It's what? almost like you're going into like crisis management yeah. mode. Yeah, right? and, and yeah, and, and just I'm just like when I think about next year, I'm thinking, oh, how will I manage next year? You know, that, that I'm not thinking how will my son. Like, <laughs> I barely how- managed this year. <laughs> how am I going to manage next year? You know, yeah. every year we just crawl by, just like on our hands and knees. I'm like, okay, just one more year dance. I'm thinking, oh, so like next year is high school. How how will we manage next year? So it just it's already you know the wheels are churning, and yeah. I'm just you know you don't get to enjoy summer vacation. You're no, just no. No. Um, Honestly, I don't want to change the topic, but summer vacation alone, that like stresses me out. Right. 
that's like another we'll do we'll do another episode about that <laughs> but yeah, yeah like there's like i have a lot of anxiety just for the summer holiday mm-hmm. i mean when you're because like being out of routine yes not just for him even for myself mm-hmm. to be honest it's so funny actually because we um you know, I think there's a lot of people, there's two camps with mm. this. There's mm. either a camp that is like, do you know what, it's summer, we're just gonna go feral and yeah. just do what you want. Yeah. Or, and, and that's for the parents as well, yeah. because you need a break. Yeah. But then also, you know, if you've got a particular type of family routine or you've got a particular type of child that doesn't do well with that it's not worth it to do that because you know what's going to come and bite you in the end because you ruin all your routines right. and then you come back and you have to set them up yeah. again yeah. so that takes yeah. a lot of work it honestly. does yeah. it does yeah. and and like Hassan said it's this constant it's never, you know it's always that it's, it's, it's always not like oh yes it is heightened because again we have mm. to repeat start all mm. over mm-hmm. you know yeah. teacher and, and I, a lot of the anxiety is from the school situation yes yes of course I mean I'm okay I can set my routines at home we can come two yeah. weeks yeah. we will be fine mm-hmm. but sure. really yeah the unknown mm-hmm. do we have to go through another year of fighting of advocating of explaining yeah. from day one i mean what, what what conversations are you having with those teachers at the end of the year and the start of the year you know and, and how do you get to how do you go in there calmly without you know, taking your sweaty palms and your <laughs> and your anxiety because sometimes in those meetings for me I've I've worked myself up into a mess before I've even got in there. Mm. And it's not with the intention of stressing anyone out. It's literally my whole being is yeah. like, can we just do this now? Can we just, yeah, I can think, we just clear this up? Can you just make, can you just settle I everything? As, yeah. I, and tell me if you, I'm wrong, but I think as mothers or as parents, mm. we like we can see those little things that nobody else sees. And we know that this is might be something that like needs to be actively like taught. Yeah. And other people miss these little <coughs> things and quir- not quirks, but whatever you want to call them about our kids. Yeah. And, and for them, it might be like a silly thing, like, oh, get him to write his homework and his planner. Yeah. Like, yeah. who cares? But actually this, like this affects his whole like right. school. Yeah experience mm-hmm. because you know it's just a simple organizational thing that he's it's the end of the year and we haven't been able you know for example yeah. to get him to do yeah. but it does affect because then he comes home and doesn't know what his work is mm-hmm. and then I lose my shit and I get pissed off and I'm like I'm not with you in school yeah. if you don't write these things down yeah. how am I supposed to yeah. know yeah. and then you're like trying to ask other parents or trying to reach out to the school to get this information Mm -hmm. you know as they're older Mm -hmm. they're getting more where the school is trying to like put the responsibility on them of course yeah Yeah. you know but they have to teach that yeah from our perspective as mothers i think we're just so traumatized from this process because it never it always triggers really negative feelings because mm-hmm. of our past experiences mm-hmm. which all of us i mean we've had some positives i'm not taking that away but the majority yeah. have been struggles and fights and mm-hmm. challenges especially yeah. us mm-hmm. because 10 years ago the situation was very different mm. situation is still not optimal yeah. anywhere in the world yeah. but definitely we are there's a there's a there's a concept of trauma there where we're going back we're we're triggered to like oh my god is this I don't want to go through this again. Right. Yeah. I don't want to go through mm-hmm. this again. And it sucks that it has to continue yeah. mm-hmm. to be like that until yeah. somebody, until we have at least uh, services that meet uh, the children's needs, the needs. Compa- enough compassionate teachers. Cause really yeah. it's like, you're going into this 
gray area. If the teacher is good, you're going to have a great year. If the team is good, it's going to have a, but then changes happen all the time. Like you said, high turnover and you never know. know. But as Susanna said as well, that I think it's very important to, to take note of those small things that don't necessarily mean anything to the teacher yeah. so you on a teacher's case at the end of the year yeah, saying why do we have to always but, but be that's on the a point. teacher's and that, case and this and, is the thing and it's and, also why aren't you listening to me why, why aren't you hearing school not passing on the file that's what drives me crazy yes. i yes. realize that this this happens to me there's no handover year. why is this school the new team is waiting for somebody to tell them what's going mm-hmm. on with this child what what he knows what where is the communication happening and i mean oh, and this all goes strange. back to the fact that there's not enough exclusive schools and whenever there's an inclusive system, it's not optimal. Yeah. And I, we go back to like the universal um, universal idea and problem that all of us as autism and other special needs parents are faced with, which yeah. this, the supply doesn't meet the demand right. for yeah. services. Right. Yeah. Pretty much nowhere. Yeah. I mean, even in, in, in first, I mean, what do you call it, in, in developed countries, you will find some areas have more services than of others, course. but there's, yeah. t- I mean, the it's majority really a of parents yep. go through our plight yeah mm-hmm. and it is a plight mm-hmm. and it's such a shame because ultimately like it will go down to like them feeling even more of not belonging yeah. because no one understands them yeah there's nothing but it's not their up. validation for the, the yeah and sometimes yeah. it's exhausting that parents alone have to carry all this burden right it's so exhausting yeah. like okay and and then what where if we didn't fight for them they would be they would fall through the cracks mm-hmm. if we didn't do yeah. anything. And, and, you know, and honestly, that's not how a system should be built. No. That's not how an inclusive system should be built. No, and that's not how the policies yeah. should. And, and the education is yeah. primarily the responsibility of the school. Yeah. Yeah. So ultimately, where does the buck stop? Yeah. You know, like, where, I, I'm tired of, yeah. of, of advocating and fighting and explaining yeah, and saying exhausting. he knows that he needs every year. Yeah. This is why we're so yeah. traumatized before yeah. we, this is why your sweaty palms are happening, <laughs> even with yeah, the yeah, thought Look, I'm leaving marks on the <laughs> you know, yeah. in my previous school, I remember uh, like when the school year was ending, and you know it was a very desperate situation. I I wouldn't I wouldn't stand up for myself or for my child because I just wanted him to stay in school. Right. So a lot of uh, like I was very so um, um, what is that oh, word so um, docile and you know you were just kind of like don't look at anybody, yes. don't talk to anyone, yes, yes. just yes. drop him. Even yeah. in the meetings, I would you go had no expectations. So yeah, that. That. you kind of have to so, let him down yeah. in order yeah. to yeah. not let him down which is you know yeah i remember one of the teachers who was uh, grateful enough to let um, be let him in in the class keep him in the class so i remember her telling me oh you know i can handle your son when i speak loudly enough when i shout at him he listens to me and i'm like oh is this the strategy that you're using and i remember like um, he, he wrote an end of the year note for the teacher and he was like um, I will be a good boy from now on I will not be a bad boy you know and I oh, wanted to cry my heart that breaks my heart I was thinking you know you're it's okay it's a safe space yeah and I was thinking like he's not he's like what seven years old and I was thinking he's not a bad boy is this what he's thinking you know yeah no, he's not about. And this God. is what the system is. It's uh, not correct. Failing. Yeah, it's a system. And just my just heart broke from him, and I was like, oh, you know, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't defend him, because you know, I didn't want to upset the teachers. I didn't want to upset the 
administration. So you just because you, you know, were just grateful that your son yeah, is in a spa. Yeah. But like, yeah. how messed up is that? How? That you feel like you can't speak up and yeah. say what needs to you be can't said for fear of not otherwise. having an education. Yeah. Have no yeah. and, and when you advocate, your son or your child is at risk of being. Exited because they're going to say, oh, yeah. we don't have the yeah. experience. We yeah. don't have the knowledge. Mm-hmm. We are not equipped to mm-hmm. take care of your exactly. son. And then you're going to have they to don't. go back to the other trauma, exactly. which is yeah. finding a school. There you go. Which so what's better? Yeah. And then you're in a situation where, well, this must be better. Yeah. And you because have a situation no where you're almost apologizing, but not apologizing for yeah. you and your child because... And you're not even getting a great education. What you're doing is he's none being traumatized by the whole situation. Yeah, none of our kids is getting an optimal education. I, I doubt that any of our, our of our kids is, but we are trying to make it work yeah. because that's what's available. Mm-hmm. The other option is for our child to never explore his potential, mm-hmm. to never be yeah. able to do. And what what horrible options we yeah. have. You know, you're not, it's like you're I don't, picking the worst yeah. of the evils. I mean, yeah. I don't yeah. even yeah. look the at the best the, of the two evils. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. I mean, I don't even look at the teacher's credentials anymore. I all, you know, my main thing is I just want like a kind, compassionate oh, teacher. Okay. That's all I want. You know, that's all yeah. I want uh, because that's that's the only thing that works. I don't care if the teacher has degrees or not. As long as, you know, they're kind and understanding, yeah. that's fine yeah. by me. Yeah. You know, that's that's how things yeah. stand. It's just so, that's so messed up. So I understand up. totally yeah. why you yeah. would say that, but it's, it's so messed up and it just goes to show how just how utterly upside down the system is and for you as a parent not just for Haida but you're the feel like the fear and the feeling and the the just everything about the situation is just so emotional and it's an emotive topic for all of us just because we clearly however much we try you know I can't imagine my parents having this kind of involvement yeah. in mm. my education as I was yeah. growing up. Yeah, um, so I think the times have changed, but I also think for, I mean, if you can go back like 20, 30, 40 years ago to kids like ours in a system then. It, imagine. I, I can't, I can't even imagine. And I think it was just like, well, you know, they'll just go to a special, like, yeah, you know, or whatever. Like to a psychiatrist ward or, or to like, you know, or to an yeah. institution. Right. Institutionalization like, was... Yes, Still is, but yes. was right. very common we're just labeled as the bad kid that, mm. yes. you know Exactly, I mean. or the and, naughty kid. And depending yeah. on the age we're talking mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. And like the, the schooling system back then, like the punishment of that. All of that, and know. imagine kids that are Like already... I know back in the day, like in our region, like teachers used to hit kids. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know oh, yeah. how it is everywhere, but... Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, even if teachers don't hit kids anymore, yeah, yeah. we are absolutely happen. being uh, mm-hmm. let down yeah. by by everything. Because you have to understand that our kids, in the present system, and I'm 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 not spe- speaking specifically about one school or another, but our kids are just they're not they're not the preferred child that the school no. wants. Our kids yeah. are a burden on the school. However, the school needs to fill up this many spaces. And if they can't do it, then, the, and this is very common and it happened a lot, and I've seen it over over, over the, tw- the past 12 years. When the school is new and they need the kids, yeah, they tend to the accept everybody's special needs because you know if we open that niche then there's going to be 50 40 30 families that join and the moment that the school is able to reach that quota they will start to shut them and get rid of them one by one and i've seen it happen over and over 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 i am on my third school with Mm -hmm. my child because and i am leaving because Mm -hmm. i have nothing left Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you know let me say it clear 
and, and he's bright and he has potential and he could do so much. And I know your son is the same. And I know, yeah. you, I, I, mean, I know a lot of our kids can. And even the ones that have limited capabilities, even the ones that, let's say, are nonverbals, who gives anyone the right not to give them a voice? If they need autistic technology, if they need anything to unlock that, Hmm. Why is nobody meeting? I love all the talk, but I haven't seen anything in action. Right. I hmm. haven't seen a single teacher or a single school saying, you know what, we're going to help this kid. He, he communicates in that way. I want to communicate in that way with him. I'm going to help him find his voice. No, nobody's willing to put that time yeah. or effort. Yeah. Hmm. And that goes because we don't have policies enforcing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's simple. True. As you said that you're training. on your third school. <laughs> I'll be on my third school too. Oh, man, Soon I'm so we'll sorry. Be, um, we'll be uh, school hunting this summer. We've like canceled summer vacation. You're going to stay here. School, because the school told you not to bring your son back? Yeah, because the oh school... Uh, oh and God. and it's, you know, I was... I've sorry, seen, how many years was your son in the school? Oh, gosh, uh, maybe four or five, five years, I think. After five years? Yeah. After five years, they're telling and, you. And, you know, and it's, it's, of course, it's all, it's all on the child. It's yeah, nothing to yeah. do with the past five years that they've been teaching the child. Mm -hmm. And it's you know? not that. It's, it's, you know, it's, I was sitting and thinking about the, 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 you know, I just ran away from the meeting and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm angry at myself that I didn't, you know. Because if, they gave you no forewarning either. They just, and I think in those situations, if you get called into a meeting, but did you know what the meeting was about? I, I knew when the head of the, when I was told that the head of school will be present at the meeting, I knew it's bad news. I called my husband and I said, listen, your son will be expelled today. I'm just letting oh, you know beforehand. I'm so sorry. If the head of school is there, it's not good news. And I went to the meeting and I said, listen, I know you're here and I know you don't want my son back. He said, yes. Oh my God. And uh, so, but the thing is that I, so we're going to have another meeting with them on Sunday, but. Yeah, uh, but you're going to beg them to keep yeah. the child. So then you're going to, you know, for the sake of your yeah. child having a spot, you're going to. I was thinking, you know, like they, they were, they were pretty kind about everything you know uh but the thing is that but they were kind but then they kicked him out yeah and i was thinking they the reason in a kind way <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, right? they, yeah they yeah. said some the nice things because <laughs> they fear him they fear they they fear him the unknown. for uh, the unknown understand. yes yeah they, do they not, don't understand yeah him. they did so and they don't want to understand yeah, yeah. It's after five years you think that they yeah. know yeah. 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 Speak. the three of us have so much yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah because <laughs> you know had this had he been little mm. and having the same issues it would have been different but now he's a 14 year old mm. soon to be 15 year old kid who's taller than me like a young adult so they fear him that he might be a threat to someone oh in school God. and i and he's never at home or in school done that and i told them that he's but but they that is the stigma that these kids carry I that think that's just the excuse they're using to yeah. get rid of him to be they, honest they do not want that um responsibility or that headache on themselves and, and I was talking to my husband and he said, this is not a good enough excuse to, no. to deny a child in education. No. Huma, thank you for sharing that. And I'm so sorry, we all are, that this has happened. And it just seems that your fears for the coming year have all kind of come true. So yeah. what we want to do is we want to explore that more. So, um, but for now, if we can just um, kind of round this episode off with yeah. uh, your kind of top tips and advice for really ha handling your own anxiety about the coming school year. So Susanna, what would be your kind of best piece of advice as to how to keep kind of calm and a I little think chill? I handle my own anxiety. Yeah, your honestly, own. Yeah. It's just basically, I think meditation and mm -hmm. like that kind of thing mm -hmm. is what kind of 
calms me down. Right. So that's your thing. And I think to be like a bit more proactive about like what to do, mm-hmm. like as tiring and as exhausting as it is, I think always like staying, like having that communication lines open with the yep. school and with the teachers and having those meetings and talking about the nitty gritty little points right. is just, just, I mean, it might them. not be perfect, but it at least it's something that yeah. you feel like you did your part uh, yes. in it at least. You feel you like know? you're being proactive. Yeah. What about you, Hasna? Uh, I think same thing. I think uh, planning ahead will ease a lot of those fears. I usually like to meet with all the teams, all the teachers beginning of the year and disclose everything. I like to, because I'm, like I said, the, the file most of the time doesn't get passed on. So I prefer to make it clear in a meeting, uh, explain what my son's needs, how, what he learns, how he learns and whatnot. And I ask all the teachers to look at his IEPs not the past records, not everybody does them, but at least I've done my advocacy piece. And another thing is, I can't stress this enough, is self-care for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like our cup is always empty, so we need to constantly refill it. Like I um, I have arrived at burn down phases sometimes, like from just doing so much of it where I didn't even have the energy to like, you know, wake up in the morning. So really, I can't stress enough the importance of just unplugging and complete self-care, especially in the summer. Don't feel guilty leaving your kids with your parents or with your friends or with whoever and go have that day with your friends and go to the pool Mm -hmm. and go to that, you know, go dance, go laugh, go do all that stuff because really nobody is going to refill your battery but yourself. And I'm sorry, we deserve that and we owe that to ourselves because Mm -hmm. there's so much we do during the year and especially at the beginning of the year. So you know what, the summer, make sure you take time for yourself. Right, good advice, yeah. good advice. Huma. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> On a positive <laughs> note. <laughs> yeah, she got excited yeah. for a moment, yeah. yeah. You know, my, my reactions are really, uh, uh, you know, I don't know what my reactions are anymore. I'm laughing Extreme. about this whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> my palms are sweaty and I'm laughing. <laughs> Nervously. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, uh, I think, uh, um, you know, talking to the teachers before the year, at the start of the year or before the year starts and just let them know what his, quirks are so that they're mentally prepared and it doesn't take them by surprise that you know if he needs to run around or if he'll tell a silly joke so that at least they know that oh okay you know this was going to happen Mm -hmm. so um and that's 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 all I can do. And then he'll surprise them. So <laughs> that's, that's all I can do for now. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, join us uh, next time for uh, the Chronicles of Autism Month.